UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. But what a great honor for Jake Bott and Chris Warmly. I think they will represent our team very well. Coach, again, you didn't have a depth chart. Can you shed any light on quarterback competition at least? It's been it's been very good, really from day one. The competition at the quarterback. Position and the play of the quarterback position has been very good. I feel like it's been improving as well, uh, daily, weekly. Um, all all the quarterbacks are playing at a very high level. Jim, just to follow up to that. Do you? Know who your starting quarterback is right now? Do you expect to say it before the game on Saturday? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, yeah, we know who our starting quarterback is, yes. And uh, yeah, I'll say who our starting quarterback is for Saturday. Or do you? I didn't say I was going to say to you before Saturday. <laughs> Coach, what is it about uh, Jake and Chris that you think will make them good captains? Well, they're two of the hardest working guys, two of the best players on the team, uh, and they both they both have a, a, a real great way of uh, of being good teammates. They don't they don't build themselves up and put others down around them. They both have that quality of building up other guys around them and making themselves smaller. And when you do that, you make yourself very big indeed in the eyes of everybody, right? in the eyes of the whole world, and in the eyes of the people that are around your team. The evidence in, in so many ways, uh, how, they, how they talk to the young players, how they, how they coach the young players, and they have... I've caught Jake Butt in the act of helping the young tight ends several occasions. I've caught Chris Wormley and giving advice and tips to the young defensive linemen, Rashawn and Ron. And, um, so it's, I think it speaks volumes when you catch guys doing that. The good thing about our captain vote is it's strictly voted by the players. Um, all players that have been on the team for a year who really know the uh, candidates for being a captain. Uh, coaches, coaches' votes do not count, and freshman votes don't count. So it's, uh, the guys have really been in the, been in the practices, in the, in the meetings, in the trenches, in the workouts year-round that they vote on the 
throw down the captains. That's why it makes it such a great honor. That's why it uh, is such a thing that means so much to all of us, to, to the team, and to 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 everybody involved. To this, you know, it's it's your, it's your fellow teammates, it's your players on your team, your peers that are that are voting and making that assessment. When, when you have several worthy candidates for quarterback position, what are the things that really matter to you when you're making that decision when you're trying to choose? Some of the, I mean, really all all the guys uh, haven't played in the in the games in terms of game experience a whole lot. Each each has game experience. Uh, each has uh, has had game experience, but you know here. Game experience, and um, so want to see the things that would really translate to the game in terms of moving the team, moving the offense, uh, putting the team, getting putting drives together, making first downs, converting third downs, getting the team into the end zone, um, avoiding the, the turnovers and the mistakes that hurt drives and and uh, keep points off the board. That's been the that's been the major criteria. We've looked at everything, but that that above all on the list has been what we've been trying to uh, evaluate in the practices. And, and as I said, they are all getting better and doing uh, doing everything that we ask. Great understanding of the offense and and uh, what they need to do to be successful. So, been pleased. Coach in the middle here, Adam. Jim. Well, with the addition of Vince Bogey or Bogey, I'm kind of curious as an influence that asked Jake what about the other days so that Biff hasn't been around a whole lot right now, more behind the scenes. What do you anticipate his role with you? What is his uh, interaction with the team been like this week, and what will it be leading up? The way we think of uh, I think of everybody in our organization, there's no there's no little people. There's uh, everybody. Everybody has a role. Everybody has is a professional. And uh, and we all have all have things that we're good at, you know. And we all have things that we're medium good at. And then we all have things that we're not so good at. And um, what makes up the team is when you can recognize and need a little help here in this area. I'm really good at this. Uh, I'm not so good at this over here. And that's how it all all comes together. That everybody does a little, and it adds up to a lot. That uh, on teams, experienced and found that to to be the case on on good teams and even great teams and championship teams. What is this area of strength? What do you think that maybe you would approach him most about defense, offense, anything, anything in general? Do you feel like you want his input? Yeah, well, football-wise, uh, he's a line coach at, uh, at heart, so. Uh, and a great, great love and affection for, for line play, but yeah, Biff is one of those guys. I mean, you talk about having strengths and medium strengths, and and then things that you're not so good at. He, he's kind of he's good at everything. He's he's good across the board. So he's a trusted agent and known friend. Thank you. Uh, I know last time we talked to you, you mentioned Ben Bredesen. 
does he still have a shot to win that job at left tackle? Tim talked about him last week. Still in the mix there with Brandon left tackle. Yeah, everybody's in the mix. Um, and there's some. The unique thing about college football is that there's no preseason, there's no spring training, there's no exhibition season, there's no warm up games. You know, it goes right into the season. And I don't think there's any other sport in, in college athletics that is like that. Uh, certainly not in the professional professional series is so college football is a, is a standalone in that way so yeah there'll be the practices rage on the competitions rage on and you want guys putting themselves in the position to be ready for that opportunity it's even better to be ready for that opportunity and have that opportunity not come than have the opportunity come and not be ready for the opportunity um, and that's Ben's in, in that position he is He's very close. I, don't, I certainly wouldn't uh, anticipate any kind of not playing for for Ben Bredesen. He's acquitting himself very well right now. Uh, do you think a better bigger advantage for Hawaii to have worked out some of the kinks with the game, or a bigger advantage for you to have filled on them? And what did you see out of them? Hmm. Uh, a lot of good things. Kevin Leppard, the defensive coordinator, who's, uh, has been with Don Brown the last five years, I believe, three at Boston College, two at Maryland. Uh, was secondary coach for Don. Uh, outstanding coach. I know him. Uh, he was on the Chargers staff when I played in San Diego. Very, very similar aggressive defense. And Hawaii, a very good back, uh, very capable quarterback. Uh, two really good receivers, and uh, good football team. So I think it will come down to the way it comes down to every game that we've played here so far is that when we play, we play good, we're darn tough to beat. Um, when we don't, and we're susceptible to get beat. I think that will be the case in this game as well. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's continuing right now. It's raging on, really. Um, I'm going to kind of explain that, um, you know, with, with everything that our, our freshmen, every single freshman we had uh, was in summer school. It's a great way to you know, get the get the, the feet under and get some credits um, and you know, take advantage of knowing you know, the, the landscape and the, you know, the rigor at the University of Michigan. So uh, we wanted them fully immersed in that over the summer. That'll build a great foundation for themselves academically. And then football-wise, we, we didn't spend a lot of time with them in classroom settings and meeting settings, you know, that their classroom was in the actual classroom. And when they came to football practice, that, that was about the only part of the day that they were involved in football was uh, coming to a two-hour practice, three-hour practice. Obviously, they didn't know 10 different blitzes or, or uh, 75 pass concepts or the but we wanted to see what they could do athletically. 
Can they track a ball? Can a receiver catch? Can they uh, can they uh, can they run? Can they change direction? Can they play with balance? Can they play with vision? Et cetera, et cetera. So we felt, you know, after uh, going through the first two and a half weeks, that there were quite a few players that were tracking to be in the two deep, in the three deep, and, and since then, you know, the last ten days, uh, we've tried to catch them up, catch them up on the. The system and the schemes, offensively, defensively, and kicking game, and they're, and they're coming fast. There's no question about it. So, um, you know, I'll put an exact number on it. I can't, but uh, you know, soon, soon, and I think you'll see them playing the games, and um, that'll be a good number. Of them. I saw David Long. I'll tell you this: David Long covered a go route at yesterday's practice, as good as it can possibly be covered. From press coverage to, you know, to to competing at the point of the catch, and it's as good as it can be covered. I mean, he's going to be he's going to be an outstanding, outstanding football player. And there's you know, there's there's others, but the Warriors have been hot uh, all camp. There's there's no question about that. Uh, competitive Warriors have been, been almost boiling. It's been, Great. Jim, just real quick, I wanted to clarify the quarterbacks. So you said you were going to tell them at some point. Do those guys know yet who the starter is? You know. <clears throat> yeah. And then I want to ask you about Ben Gideon as well. And Don Brown was saying he's going from sort of being a role player before his career to being it's his show on the defense at this point. How have you seen him grow as kind of being the authority figure on the defense? It's really good talent. No, he's a great he's a, Great player, uh, conscientious worker, and he's he's a football player. Authority figure, I don't know. That was your word. That's not one that comes to my mind. Heck of a good football player.
a good grasp of this team and, and how good it can be. The expectations are way up there. Do you think those expectations are meetable? I mean, I think the time for I mean, that's, that discussion has been been raging on, and you know now it's getting very pl- close to playing the game. So um, we're looking forward to having that. Can't wait to watch the guys compete. Um, with the schedule starting how it is with Hawaii, Central Florida, Colorado, is it hard to not look ahead to games like Ohio State, Michigan State, and Iowa? bigger games like that? Well, football's hard, tough, rough sport. Uh, we believe in respecting that, respecting each and every opponent. Uh, if we don't, we will very likely lose the game uh, with the way our schedule is and the teams that we play. I think once the guys watch, watch the tape and see it, they they understand that. Deep down, they, they realize it. And uh, so that's, we have a very respectful approach to each and every game we play. We have time for a couple more questions. You're down in the front, Mark. Is Kenny going to do all three? He's going to be a starter and a kickoff specialist, all the kicking duties and the punting? He can. And uh, it's not been decided if you will. Who would be competing with him? Uh, I guess at the different spots. I mean, punter especially, I guess. That was open. Yeah, uh, Kenny's, Kenny's in a pretty he's solid as the, in that in that position. Um, yeah, he's he's a very good punter, um, and he's really good kickoff. Person. He's right now. He's the best. At, he's been the best at all three: punting, kick, kickoff, and and uh, field goals. And if that remains the case, and he's clearly the best, then he'll he'll do all three. We'd like for him not to have to do all three. And if it gets, it's just closer in the in the other in the other areas: kick uh, kickoffs and and field goals. And Cornordine is is pushing. In terms of the kickoffs and the field goals, uh, Matt Tice, or not, I call him Matt Tice, Ryan Tice. I went to school with Matt Tice, uh, Ryan Tice's uncle. Matt has been phenomenal. Um, so he's, he's really, he's, Matt is, 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 is it Matt? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm remembering his name, Ryan, because he's making a lot of field goals. So he's doing a good job. But we'll see. In the middle, Adam. Jim, how much has Jordan and Jabril been on offense, specifically Jabril through Kent? I mean, he's, he's had the best on offense, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a yes? Yeah. How, how often has he tried to on offense? That's something we don't go into, is because um, you might understand why you know we don't really tell people what what somebody's doing or what part of the scheme that they're in. Just understand that everything is everything is available. Use your imagination, uh, and we would and we'd like our opponent to do the same thing. You know, we, um, 
there's options that are all on the table. Jordan Tiedemann, yes, the vote. Last question up front here with Chris. Coach, uh, anything you can share on injuries guys who might not play or no long-term injuries that we can? No, nothing to really share for public consumption. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.